All right, guys. The Academy Awards were literally a couple of days ago. There's something very important we must discuss. Or bring up. Maybe not discuss. Bring up. Licorice Pizza didn't fucking win any awards, and that's amazing. I agree. Oh, <laughs> oh how did I know that was what you were going to bring up? Of all I'm, the topics. That that, the I, topics. that that just had to be the one. And it, it's a good one because, yeah, you are the... If you haven't seen our Licorice Pizza episode or listened to our Licorice Pizza episode, you should. And if you know that, then you know that we are very excited about Licorice Pizza not taking anything at the Oscars. Good job, Oscars. On that, that end. Is, that is one of the first times I've been a proud, like proud of the Academy Awards. That they did the right thing to give that piece of shit a fucking thing other than nominations. Now, would I be prouder if there was no nominations for it? Yes. But I will settle for no wins. I'll take it. Yeah. Oh, but that actually reminds me. Heather totally set me up for this a couple of days ago, and I completely dropped the ball. She said some movie trivia stuff, and I actually had something that I forgot about, but then I remembered later. I do have some licorice pizza type of trivia for some stuff that I found out about the movie that to me changes not a damn thing about it. But I think great. it's great. I can't wait to hear I th- this. I think it's Uh-oh. I think it's great shit though. Um supposedly according to I, the 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 director or whatever supposedly 2 years takes place during the movie. Apparently 2 years passes. So theoretically at the end of the movie he's 17 and she's 27. I'm going to argue you still didn't fix shit. No, that doesn't help anything. No. Nope. Mm. And also they weren't ever clear on the fact that there was like a year or two gap in yes, between. You are never abso- never were they clear. Absolutely right. So therefore, I think it's just as reasonable to still think they're 15 and 25 and it's still wrong. Because there's not an age group in there where I think all of a sudden it gets right. 1525 not good. Let's say one year passes. 1626 still not good. All right, 1727. Nope, you still done fucked up. Yeah. 1828. Technically not illegal anymore. I don't know what the age of consent is in California. I don't give a fuck. Technically legally fine. Still. Highly morally questionable. Yeah. So. There's just. It doesn't matter. Like that's four years that could have passed. I still would not be okay with this movie. I still wouldn't be okay with it. You know. And the fact that they have to tell me two years passed. Because they sucked so bad at tell it, like showing that in the movie. Like what were we supposed to base that on? The fucking. What the the when the pinball legislation passed in Los Angeles, or when the oil shortage ended? Like, are we supposed to go fucking do a history assignment to know how much fucking time in this creepy ass child fuck movie? <laughs> yeah, like how are we supposed to know? Oh, two years past. How? Like, <laughs> never was there enough information given 
to assume any of those things. Even when she started working for that um th- that guy running for governor and everything, yeah. mm-hmm. all of that seemed like a quick thing. Like, oh, there was a phone call. Okay, come up here. Yeah, she she had a friend who was already working there. Okay, and then if it felt like just a day or two later, she had the job. Like, like there was not, and he was still running. Like, how how were there two years? That's stupid. No, it's stupid. If you told me two years passed in that movie, sure. I have no way to disprove that. You also told me two weeks could have passed, and I would have believed that too. Both of them are just as probable. I agree. Like, I'm just like, there's, and like I said, it's, it still doesn't make it any better. Like, that's the sad thing about it is it still doesn't get any better. Like, why couldn't it have been 18 and 25 and then two years passes? Or 18 and 22 and two years passes? You know what I mean? Like, there's still so much better shit to do. Uh, Okay, I don't want to keep going on that fucking rabbit hole of me just still saying they're wrong. We have like two hours of that. Listen to the episode. Um, the other thing I found out about it is what a licorice pizza is. So a licorice pizza is like slang for a vinyl record and or like a record shop in Southern California. There, there was a chain of record shops in Southern California called licorice pizza. Hmm. And I hear that and I'm like, what the fuck did either one of those have to do with this movie? Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm like looking, I'm thinking about it and looking for a correlation and I don't see it like. Okay, <laughs> like for him, like for Paul S. Thompson or or Paul S. whatever the fuck that guy's name is. I don't like him anymore. Paul Thomas Anderson, <laughs> that guy. His logic was like that he grew up in Southern California and like that was kind of a popular thing. Like that brings back a lot of memories. The idea of going to licorice pizza for some licorice pizza. But I'm like, they didn't even go to a record store. They didn't even talk about music. Like, so, okay, it's a heartwarming memory for you that has nothing to fucking do with your movie. Yeah. That's like if you called Snakes on a Plane, like, like instead of calling it Snakes on a Plane, you called it, I like hippos. Makes about just as much fucking sense as Licorice Pizza does to that fucking movie. <laughs> Yeah, normally the title has something to do. I mean, he didn't even try to shoehorn it in there some kind of way. Yeah, he didn't have the line of, hey, you want to go to Licorice Pizza? And the guy go, nah, we need to sell waterbeds. Right. Just something. Nothing at all. Yeah. Those were two trivia things I knew for the when we recorded, but it just it's it escaped my mind. And then somebody said something later about licorice pizza, and it just clicked, and I went, "Fuck, I forgot it, son of a bitch." I I, I missed my opportunity. Heather set me up perfectly, and I fucked it because I had those ready to go, and I missed it. Does that mean I get a point? Yeah, it does, Heather. You get a point for that. You set me up and I failed. Yes. You get a point. 
So other than that, guys, uh, all right, Justin, sing me a song that makes you think of, of online streaming movie services. Uh, <laughs> that makes me think of online streaming movie services. I actually Man, have one in mind too. Is there a jingle for any of the streaming services? There kind of is for one, and you're gonna you're gonna hate yourself when you when you miss it. I can't think of a single song for this. It's a callback to one of them that the people of our generation would know. I have no clue what you're talking about, but I'm curious now. All right, Heather, what about you? I'm trying to think. Uh, it's a callback. Yeah, I I got nothing. I can't think of it. All right, guys, you're like I said, you're gonna hit yourself. The three note little ding 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 for NBC. Okay. Yeah. Oh. And Peacock. Okay. Because Peacock's always been their symbol. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I know that's kind of cheat. So you're, you're right. you guys aren't going to lose points for that one. But that's what jumped to my head when I asked the question. Was the little NBC, the three note ding, ding, ding. That's fair. Because they used to hardcore play into that. I also okay. I also would have accepted the Mickey Mouse Club theme song for Disney Plus. Okay. Okay. Would you accept would you have accepted the like Law and Order dun dun? Because it plays on like every streaming service almost. Oh, that's fair. Or you could have done the like the Netflix that shh dun. Yeah, I was just about to say, would that have counted that that Netflix one that comes on for every like little, if what is it, Netflix original or whatever? If you had done it and I went, what the fuck is that? And you said the little Netflix like thing before their shows, I would have had to give it to you at that point. Damn. Even though I didn't think of it and it's not really recognizable. I, because of how stupidly impossible my question was, I would have had to accept it. <laughs> I'm just really surprised out there that, and I don't know if there is or not, that there's not a song out there that mentions Netflix and chill. I was just, I was literally trying to think if I knew of one that said that because that's what I first thought of too. There has to be a song out there about fucking that brings up Netflix and chill. There has to be. And if not, what the fuck is wrong with musicians these days? If they don't have a lyric about Netflix and chill somewhere in the music universe. Yeah, that's a good point. You would expect there'd be at least one. There's gotta at be least one. one. From like Somebody's a, had like from an actual it. mainstream artist. There's gotta be one out there. I'm sure that there's like at least 27 SoundCloud rappers that have it. But I'm just saying in general, there's gotta be one real musician out there that has mentioned Netflix and chill.
But I'm seeing a few that have that name, but there's nobody that I like recognize who it is. So like who? Name a couple just in case I do. Um let me find it. Fredo? No. No clue who that uh, is. Uh young Tory? No, no idea. Yeah. Extentation. How do you with spell three it? X's? Yes, uh, that's XXXCention or something like that. Oh, okay. Extentation. He died recently, yeah. and that's actually the only reason why I know it. I didn't really listen to any of his music. Plus, there's a lot of controversy mm. about the fact that he did beat a woman. Oh, so, that's a whole other story. But I would have accepted that because he was at least a well-known enough artist that that would have been an acceptable Interesting. answer. Okay. Uh, Nick Bean, anybody? No? No fucking clue who that is. All right, that's all I got. And I'm kind of sad that we're not recording this to go up on YouTube because Justin's background just fell on him and it's hilarious. Oh no, I missed it when I was looking up the lyrics thing. <laughs> I just looked up and this green screen is draped upon Justin's shoulders. <laughs> what happened? Hold on. Justin, I'm just going to go into our music while you fix your background. That's fair. Somebody will listen to me. Nobody knows anything but you. All right. Are you ready? Yes. Come on. Cinema Slayer. Slayer. Well-timed. Hey, Cinefans, and welcome back to another episode of the Cinema Slayers podcast. I'm Sterling, and as always, I'm joined by Heather and Justin. And today, we are actually going the topic route, as we are going to talk about streaming services. Now, I know we have technically talked about this before, but we're kind of going to go into another dive with it, because a lot of times past, there's a lot more streaming services, and we're kind of getting some more audience participation in this when it comes to what streaming services are out there, who has what, what's the most popular, what's your favorite, what do you not like about them, what are the pros and cons of these different services and all this other stuff. From a group of people that, at least collectively through all of us, we have damn near most of them out there. And by that, I mean me. I have damn near almost every streaming service ever because I don't like my own money. I like just giving my money away. Because I can't watch all of these streaming services, but I keep them on. Like a little known fact about me that I found out through a little poll. I am the only person I know that has AMC plus. I don't even know if anybody else knows that's a streaming service. Yeah, I know. I did not know that. I don't even have it because of walking dead. Like most people most have it because it's the only streaming service where you can watch the newest episodes of walking dead. You don't have to wait for them to, uh, you know, for the season to end to get it or anything like that. It's got them currently and stuff. I don't even have it for that. I have it cause shutters included in it and it has law and order UK. And that's it. And if there's ever the most sterling reason to have a fucking streaming service that I pay nine 99 a month for is the fact that I rewatch episodes of law and order UK. And that's the only thing I have ever watched on it. So 
that's definitely the most sterling reason for it. Yes, yep, definitely. I'm like, oh, there's a version of Law and Order I haven't seen. Let me pay a stupid amount of money. And I've had this service for like a damn near a year now. I have given them $120 of my money just <laughs> to watch Law and Order UK. This is the only place I can watch it. And there hasn't even been new episodes. I haven't even gotten new episodes of it in that year. I have watched the same ones I've watched before. And I keep paying them for the right to do that. Like, cause everything else they're like, Oh, you can watch the shutter or uh, the shutter exclusive. A train to Basan presents peninsula, which is a kind of a lit down movie from train to Busan. Cause that's an amazing fucking movie. Peninsula is kind of a downstep. But do you know why I don't watch it on Shutter? Because I actually own the movie on iTunes and I just have watched it there. So I don't even watch it for that shit. And plus they took the Puppet Master movies off of Shutter, and I'm very upset about that. So No, I just hmm. watch Law and Order UK. That's just a little insight in the kind of things we're going to talk about tonight. As the pros and cons of streaming services. I thought I would just get my AMC Plus spiel out of the way. Because like I said, I'm the only person that fucking mentioned it or has it. So there's no other point to talk about it ever again for this episode. So. That's that's just crazy because I, I don't think a single person on any of these 30 plus whatever 50 responses that we got. Like <laughs> nobody mentioned that but you. It was not listed whatsoever. Yeah. Like at all, which is crazy. And honestly, it's a better deal than just getting Shutter, because I think Shutter by itself is like seven or eight bucks a month, or if you add it to like Amazon, I think it's only five or six bucks. But I pay ten and get other content and Shutter included, all in one. And the fact that they're not advertising it as "Hey, you get Shutter and more content for just a couple of bucks more." is just crazy to me. But anyway, uh, let's just kind of, I think we'll, we'll just kind of go around first and we'll mention, we'll talk about like our preferred streaming services, what we like our pros and cons each. And then we'll kind of move on to, you know, what the audience members and what Cinefans have said about things. We'll kind of break it up a little bit like that. Um, so we'll start with you, Justin. Since this was originally your idea, what streaming services do you watch the most? And like, what are your pros with them and stuff like that? We'll get into, we'll, we'll split it up with the cons later. But what's your pros right now with the streaming services and what do you watch the most? Yeah, so for me, and I don't know, maybe I'm just a little weird or, you know, you guys could tell me if if any of this matters to you as far as your streaming services but for me um to me like everything has to do with just like for me the the biggest things i look for is like which ones are like accessibility which ones are easier to navigate through which ones 
seem to have more variety in what they have or, you know, if if there's a random movie you're looking for, which service is most likely to have it? If if they don't have the movie, are are they good? Is the algorithm good at giving suggestions? You know, like when it when it recommends movies to to me, is the algorithm does it does it understand me enough and my movie watching habits enough to where when it recommends something, am I like scowling at it, going, "Why would you recommend this to me?" Or is it like some things where I'm like, "Huh, you know, impressive." I would I actually watch those movies, or oh, this is a movie I would actually watch. You know, sometimes the streaming services are impressive about the little things and those things just kind of always make me, I I guess those are the ones that I appreciate the most. It's just when I feel like the little things are done right. Like to me, Netflix is definitely one that I watch a lot of and probably uh, arguably like that. That's probably the one that I come back to the most, just thinking about the years that I've had streaming services or have had access to streaming services. That's probably the one I come back to the most just because, uh, and one big reason why is just because I think that with the length of time Netflix has been around, it's just more, it's the easiest to use. I think, I think it's more user friendly than a lot of the other apps, um, that I have. Um, I like the presentation of it. I like that when you log in and get on it, how it's got a uh, a top 10 of what are the most trending things right now, or these are the number 10 things that people are watching and stuff like that. And that's always interesting. You know, there's been times where I have watched something just because it was on that list. You know, I wanted to know, oh, well, why are so many people watching this? Or why does this have a buzz on it? You know, that's kind of a neat feature and you know other um other streaming services and stuff they might have a trending list or something like that but i don't know man it's just something about seeing those big numbers and seeing a list that just kind of intrigues me it just makes me want to check out some of those movies um i think it has a good memory about tracking what i've watched before um, remind you know, sending email reminders and saying, "Hey, the the new season of Ozark is coming out." Because it, I got an email about that because it knew I watched the other seasons of Ozark, so I thought that was cool. You know, like it's just little things like that always impress me. And so when a certain streaming service does those things right, I feel like it's it, it makes it um. It makes it more fun. It makes me want to click on it and see what's there. It, you know, tells me what the new releases are or this just came or these movies are going away. So you might want to watch them because they won't be here for a while. You know, I like and I think HBO has some of those features, too, like where it'll tell you what's leaving and stuff like that. I like stuff like that. I like for my streaming services to be a service beyond just here are the movies or here are the things that you can watch on here. I like when I get, I guess, services beyond just what is the default, which is these are the movies we have. These are the TV. This is the TV we have. Click and watch. Yes, with all of them, we're clicking and watching something. But it's nice when you get those extra services. So Netflix is probably um, a top one for me. Another one that I think is good about services, though, is Amazon. 
Like, I love the X-ray feature that Amazon has with a lot of its movies and TV and stuff like that. To me, it is so much fun to watch something with those features because like when you're looking at the X-ray and you're watching the whatever you're watching at the same time, it's pretty cool that like no matter what the scene is, it has it'll list every actor that's in that scene. And then you can click on it and find out other things they've been in and stuff like that. Um, like, for instance, I was watching. Um, and there are all these cool little like fun facts and stuff. Like I remember watching an episode of The Boys with the X-ray feature that's on Amazon. And like, you know, it'll say stuff like it'll just say fun stuff like this character doesn't even exist in the comics. It was made up for this specific reason, et cetera, et cetera. And I just find things like that fun. Or there was one episode, I guess I should say spoiler warning if you haven't seen The Boys, but if you haven't seen it, what are you doing? Like, The Boys is awesome. But there's a scene where a whale gets, I think it was a killer whale, or it might have just been a regular whale, gets ran over and split open. Full size, like sperm whale or a blue whale. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Blue whale. So it basically gets split open. And so, like, the funny thing about it is that, like, it's split open. And so there's kind of this scene where you're, like, in inside of this whale. And when you're watching it with the x-ray, like, it'll it'll just be this humorous stuff. Like, this gory <laughs> pile of whale inyards took, like, 46 crew members and three days in order to... Uh, create this inside the whale scene. You know, it'll just be funny um, little things like that. And I think that that's really cool. That's like a unique, so that's like, not only am I watching these things, you know, not only is it giving me entertainment to watch, but it's enhancing the experience of watching with those little tidbits. So to me, Amazon and Netflix are probably uh two of my top ones for sure for those reasons that's kind of fair justin and the only the only reason why i'm kind of interrupting at this moment is i think it's kind of funny that you brought up netflix as the most like easy to navigate and and your kind of go-to is some of the stuff because weirdly enough that's the one i go to the least Like (laughs) I go to Netflix when I want to watch something specifically I know is on Netflix or, you know what I mean? But I never, at this point, I never browse Netflix. Like if I want to watch something on Netflix or I hear about something on Netflix, that's the only time I go to it. And it has, and it's weirdly enough, it has nothing like, it's not that I'm anti Netflix. Other than the fact that maybe I'm kind of down. Well, no, I'll talk about that in the cons. I don't want to bring that up now. It's just, that's the only time I go to it. I hear something's on Netflix or I hear this is good on Netflix or we're going to do an episode about something on Netflix. That's kind of the only times I go to it. It's very specific. I never browse. I go to watch specific things. And I just kind of think that's funny because that contrasts a lot of what people said on in, in in the comments we got on our surveys and stuff like that, that a lot of people commented they loved Netflix and they loved, and like you said, the ease of use of Netflix because they have it down to a science, you know, 
Yeah. And maybe some of that is just the length of time that it's been around. You know, maybe it's because we're not factoring in the fact that we have more experience with that because it's been around longer. So maybe it's so maybe it being easier is just by proxy of us dealing with it longer. You know, I'm pretty sure that's a factor, but it just feels like like I guess the functionality of it, it feels a little more refined. It feels a little more polished. Like, like for instance, I was just doing stuff tonight just so that I could talk about it on here. So I was just going, I went to every single one of them and I typed in the Godfather just to see what would happen just randomly, you know, on Amazon, it didn't have, I couldn't just stream the Godfather, but it was available for rent. I could rent it for $3.99 or I could purchase it. Okay. So then I typed Godfather into Netflix and it didn't have Godfather, but it did suggest a lot of good alternatives. You know, it had casino in there. It had the Irishman in there. It had like other movies that have the main stars in there. It had like um, some other movies done by the same director in there. You know, it, it gave me a pretty nice list of um alternatives. I went to Peacock and put in The Godfather and it was like, we ain't got that shit. <laughs> and, there, and there were no suggestions. There were no that there, there was just nothing. It was just like, and we ain't got it. You know what I'm saying? And then I went to Hulu and Hulu was hilarious too because I when I typed in Hulu, it was like it said, here are some suggested movies and Venom was an option. Wait, now, what? Wait, what? What was? Venom? No, no, no. All right, hold on, hold on. I'm obviously not hearing you correctly. I'm obviously mishearing you because of the internet connection. You are not saying Venom. Venom was an option. Venom somehow was an option. Are you talking about like a documentary called The Venom of the Mafia? No. (laughs) I'm talking about your your favorite movie, Sterling. Tom Hardy. I'm talking about Venom with Tom Hardy came up as a movie option. And I went, why did Venom like I almost took a picture of it because I knew it would get a you guys would get a kick out of that. But I was like, why did Venom come up as an op, a viable option when I type in the Godfather? But like, I don't know. And, and that may seem like a little thing, but I think those things kind of matter. Like if you're narrowing down which one is the best, like. I think little things like that matter. Like if if I type in the Godfather, I don't want to be suggested venom. Suggest me something that's like the Godfather at least. Justin, (laughs) you didn't say Hulu, right? Cause I give Hulu a lot of money. Cause I also do the ad free with live TV and all that shit too. You didn't say Hulu, right? Like you said, Nulu, which is a service I haven't heard of. Right. And Nulu is just a service that just says, fuck it. We only have venom. On our platform. <laughs> no, son. So you, no matter what I you type Hulu. in, they suggest Venom because that's the only movie they have. <laughs> yeah, man. I said Hulu, man. And yes, it suggested Venom when I typed in The Godfather. But like little things Wait, like that are just so kind of you fun type to in, do. Did like, you type in The Godfather or did you type in the word Venom? <laughs> I don't know. Maybe Hulu is just maybe Hulu just really wanted me to watch Venom again. 
Okay. Maybe it just wanted me to relive that horrific experience again. Is it possible? Maybe we should review it again. Maybe we'll feel different about it, Sterling. Justin, Maybe we should just do that, a revisit episode. Is it possible that you fell asleep and dreamt this? <laughs> <laughs> I want to just go look no. it up now to see if it does the same thing for me. Unfortunately, no. <laughs> it just fucking better not. It just better not. I cannot handle this. I, I promise you. I will screenshot it for you, but it would be hilarious if that's what it pulled for me. And then Heather does it and it pulls something completely different for her. Right. But yeah, I got venom that came up when I typed in the Godfather. Oh, you best venom. know I'm fucking doing it right now. <laughs> <laughs> like, like they didn't have the Godfather. And so like sections come up and there's one that's movies that you can click on. And it gave me like 24 options. And venom was one of the options I got. Movies, Justin, are you sure? Yup. All right, I just typed in The Godfather. Oddly enough, I did not get Venom. Really? What did you get? Okay, so, so I got you The get Godfather. Like, you get, you, Godfather of Harlem makes sense. Gotti. Colon, Godfather and Son, Wall Street, because it came out, I don't, I don't know, whatever. Then it lists a bunch of other services, like, did you mean HBO Max, or Paramount, or Epics, or Stars, or Showtime, or Paramount, or AMC, or Yellowstone, The Sopranos, TMC, Hulu. Go to movies. And then it said, but then it gives me Lords of Chaos. Which, what about when you go to movies? You're in top results, right? What about when you go to movies related to the Godfather? Okay, movies. Holy fuck, it's three down. <laughs> it just says Venom. <laughs> like it's proud of it. <laughs> and it goes, Mother and It goes Wall Street, American Psycho, Venom. The Is it just going off of like one word titles from movies right now or something like is that the connection the equalizer <laughs> too ghosts of mars it lists ghosts of mars yeah like <laughs> <laughs> equalizer two. the coneheads it has the coneheads movie what the fuck are you doing hulu <laughs> Oh, you wanted to see The Godfather? Here, you can watch The Conan. That's a rude awakening for you. <laughs> it's just like, what the fuck are they doing? Okay, I'm glad at least you How saw. can you type okay, in I The do, Godfather? I, so I'm and not seeming crazy on here. Anybody say, you mean The Coneheads? <laughs> at least I mean, the Tom Hardy so has been in like a mobster slash organized crime movie before so maybe they're tangentially using that shitty connection but they went nah the Coneheads because I guess both movies have the FBI in them <laughs> maybe I mean, they're just so monumentally different from each other. Like, there's 
No, they also have a movie called I Am Alone, which it looks like a zombie movie. It has a movie called The Rape of Ressie Taylor. What the fuck are you doing, Hulu? They're just not even trying. Yeah, like, doesn't it feel like that, though? Like, I feel dirty right now. Did you even try with this algorithm? And so, like, to me, little things like that matter. Like, and who has been man, around like what, just one year less than Netflix streaming? <laughs> Hulu yeah. has been around for a very long time. Yeah. Like oh. th- that would be like going to a restaurant and you're like, I want to order a steak. And they're like, well, we don't have steak. Do you want me to call McDonald's instead? No, Justin, that's not the same because at least McDonald's has beef. That's like if you go to a steakhouse and go, can I get a steak? And they go, sure. And they just punch you in the dick. <laughs> oh, and they look at you like you're crazy on the ground. Oh, you didn't mean you and wanted then, a punch in the, in the nuts. And you they give you a bill for $90. Yeah. <laughs> for ordering the top steak. <laughs> Yeah, because McDonald's has beef at least. At least you can go, well, they're both beef, I guess. That's a tangential relationship. You know? You're right. I have to go completely away. Yeah, you're right. I have to go even further away. You can't mention food. It's like, if you, can I get a steak? And they give you a brick. Like an actual brick. Like what you make <laughs> houses out of. Like, yeah, like, and I don't know, man, like that may seem like a little thing, but I just feel like when you're narrowing these things down, that's, you know, I'd like some, I don't know, real suggestions. Okay. You know, I've, I've thought about it. It's like, if you go to a steakhouse and you go, I want a steak and they go, well, what kind of steak? And you go the filet and then they negan you by taking a nails to the baseball (laughs) bat and murder you. That's what it is. The same. That's Hulu's algorithm. Apparently, if they don't have your show, they just murder you (laughs) for having the audacity to just expect them to have something. Man, you're going to be on this metaphor all day, aren't you? But but I mean, isn't that kind of bad though? Like I, I would consider that a knock against Hulu. Like if I'm narrowing it down, I'm gonna I'm gonna kind of remember that it just made terrible suggestions. Okay. Fuck the rest of this episode. Give me another movie you don't think is on Hulu. <laughs> <laughs> like, give me a Netflix oh, original. Um uh, a Netflix original. Power of the Dog. What'd you say, Heather? Power of the Dog. Oh, good one. Power of the Dog. Movies. Okay, the first one is Dog Man. Okay. The next one is Edge of the World. I don't even know what the fuck that is. The next one is Venom. Venom is back. 
Why Venom? Is still here? <laughs> Venom. Why do they see? They just want and, people to watch Venom. It's just it's secretly like in coordination with Venom somehow. They also <laughs> have, and why is that an agenda, Hulu? And it's Hulu. the third one. Down why do you again? want me to watch Venom? And then they have the rape of Rusty Taylor again. It's on there again. The next one is Spider-Man wow. Homecoming, which it I makes guess a little more. No, it doesn't actually. Well, Spider-Man, at least Benedict Cumberbatch has been in a Spider-Man movie. True. And at least Kirsten Dunst has been in a Spider-Man movie. I don't care that it's not the same one. I'll give it that tangential connection at least. There's a movie called The Dusk Watcher. There's a movie called The Owners. I don't know what the owners is, but it was also on the last one too for Godfather. I just didn't mention it. So the owners, they're being pushing a lot. Lords of Chaos is back again. Then they have Power Rangers, which I get is really far off, but at least it has the word power in the name. <laughs> yeah, true. <laughs> at least that's something. It has the word power. Then it's got the sci-fi movie Thor hammer of the gods and bruce lee's fist of fury what the fuck is hulu doing <laughs> like that's weird now i'm almost convinced that the algorithm is so bad that probably if whatever you put in i bet venom is in there somewhere i wonder if you did like tv shows if it would do the same <laughs> what's like a romantic comedy that wouldn't be in there. Okay, I'm going to put This Means War. It's a romantic comic. Nope, that's got Tom Hardy in it. We can't do that. I'm going to put Marry Me in. I was going to say do Marry Me because that's on Peacock. Oh, okay, tight. Yeah, good, good, good movies. One, good one. Venom is the second one down. Venom is no still sense there. At all. What's the first one? The first one is a movie called No Escape. <laughs> marriage no escape okay but they both sure, have i guess one, but its tagline apparently is follow me because it's about a social media person so at least there's a connection with the word me <laughs> okay and that's the best we're getting apparently something about mary okay it's got mary even though it's a different spelling okay i'll give it that spider-man homecoming again for whatever the fuck reason <laughs> homecoming maybe. okay hustlers that's at least got j-lo in both okay that's a good okay. one okay yeah j yeah i could see hustlers coming up on an alternative list if i scroll further down i start seeing like a nice girl like you which looks like a weird romantic comedy bullshit movie okay maze runner the death cure oh i i don't see that one Yeah, there's just fuck me, man. Just fuck me. Hulu's not even trying. The last five at least have the word Mary in it, but like the name Mary, but still that's close enough at least, but it buries those well under Venom. It still suggests Venom before it does other movies with the word Mary in it. Yeah, why? Like, why are those underneath Venom? <laughs> it's just why are they just going venom uh, all right uh, i'm gonna put in the squid game okay movies 
Venom's number two again. See, it's just although technically Squid Game's not a movie. Yeah, but still, it's just something. But I guess it doesn't matter. Yeah, yeah. Adam, or Adam Project. That's a Netflix original. Mm. Movies. Did I beat it? I don't see Venom. Okay, Adam Project did not, <laughs> not do Venom. Huh. I'm shocked. It's got a quota to meet of Put it for the first six things, and then, <laughs> then we're good. Right? That's I, uh, that's it. Man, we, all right. We sorry. We've gone really long on this game. Uh, Heather, what about you? What's what's your your streaming service preferences types of things? I mean, it's really hard for me to choose because it really depends on the week and like what I really want to watch. Um. I I do think that Netflix Netflix is up there for the the reason of their original stuff I really like more than original stuff of a lot of other streaming services like they gave us Stranger Things they gave us Ozark they gave us um you know some like the Marriage Story movie you know um Queen's Gambit they have a lot of good original content so for that reason, I do like uh, Netflix and I like the fact that it will give you like the whole series at one time. So I think that that's one thing about it that is um, a plus. But a really huge, huge, huge dislike is the fact that they still ask you after three episodes if you're still watching every time. They're just like, are you still watching? And I hate that because sometimes I'm just like, I just wanted to play while I'm doing stuff or whatever. And you have to go and like tell them you're still watching. And I hate that. But (laughs) (laughs) otherwise, I do think they have really good content of stuff. Um, So I think that's going to be up there. Like there's just there's so many pros and cons for this. Honestly, I don't I think the one I probably watch the least. It might be Amazon, actually, Um, just because for me, I just don't feel like they have as wide of a selection or maybe I just haven't specifically tried to look too hard on on some certain things there but i just don't feel like they have as much of a selection of what i would want to watch and i also feel like a lot of times amazon has more actual streaming problems that i've noticed like actually like it'll you know buffer more stuff like that um and then (laughs) i will say also for like apple tv the only thing i ever watch on apple is ted lasso which is totally worth it. Totally worth getting Apple TV just for Ted Lasso. But that's the only thing I ever watch on it. <laughs> but um, anyways, in either case, I do. And with Hulu, <laughs> I will say I enjoy the fact that you can watch um, newer stuff like the day after it comes out. So if I want to like keep up on like current shows or something, uh, that's a good place to go to because you really can watch it the next day. So those are really up there for me, but I think most recently my favorite's going to have to be Peacock because I think for the, like the things that you can watch on there and the price that you pay for watching it, it's really good. You know, they've got like the office, they've got all the like comedies that I would watch, not even just the comedies, but I watch the comedies on there. Like, 
you know, they have Parks and Rec in the office and, you know, Psych and they they have the new Bel Air show. Like they have a lot of good stuff on there, too. Um, and they are also like I, that could play through for I ever. And it never asks you if you're still watching. It just keeps playing. <laughs> and so that's kind of nice to have. But um, but no, it's like it's easy to access. Like I do like some of their original content as well. I think they have some some good choices for shows like the new Saved by the Bell reboot and a couple other just like random original shows that they have. Um, so I think honestly, right now, I think Peacock, because I think they really took a lot of the really good shows that I watch just kind of on a regular basis in the background and they have it all on one streaming service. Um, oh, Brooklyn Nine-Nine is also on there. I was like, there's one more I watch on there. But yeah, so I think for that reason, if I just want mindless TV on, Peacock is where I'm going to go for that. So I think that's probably going to be my my favorite. And then probably close after that, probably Netflix, I think. Yeah, they just have a lot of great original content. Yeah. I mean, honestly, the one I watch the most is Peacock. And it's because of the channels they have. Like, they have these specialized channels that, like, they have one that is just Datelines. And it is just nonstop Datelines. They've got a Psych channel. They've got a Law & Order Criminal Intent channel. They've got a WWE channel. They've got, you know... They've got all these different channels and I just, I more often than not, I put it on the Dateline one. Uh, Oh, and for the dog, whenever I, we, cause we leave the dog in a kennel during the day and he, he needs noise. He gets very destructive and anxious without noise. So oddly enough, we put it on, I think they call it the, the spooky channel or whatever, but it's, it's actually just charmed. It's TNT's charmed or not TNT, but whatever it's charmed nonstop. It's the show charmed just, 24 7 365 and you put it on one of those and that shit if you just don't touch a damn thing that shit will play for like nine straight days it will never stop and so when (laughs) you use tv as background noise for stuff it's great but even if you want to just sit and watch it it's great it'll never ask you if you're still watching nothing it just assumes that you have nothing more to do than watch them and never sleep, eat, drink anything. And it's fantastic. The only negative to it is you can't pause it. Like you can't pause the channels. Yeah. Now all, everything on their channels, you can't actually just go find that episode in Peacock and that you can pause and play those, you know, but the channel feature is literally just, it runs it nonstop. So when you leave and you come back eight lit hours later or whatever, if it's an hour long show, eight hours have passed. Like eight, eight episodes have passed. But just as a, just a background noise thing, I think it is the most ingenious feature for all of streaming. Because so many people use it for like streaming services and stuff for that purpose. And like Heather says, that three episode Netflix, are you still watching? Why the fuck have they not changed that? Because right. if you watch three episodes of an hour long show, it's three hours till it asks you that. 
But if you're watching like a half hour TV show that was on cable, it's an hour because it's like 20 minutes an episode. It's an hour and it's asking you that shit because it just does it every three episodes. Why don't they do it as an every three hour thing? Or something. Change it a little bit. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, it is just and it's not like they don't know that people hate it because there's not a single person in the universe that likes that they do that. And that won't adamantly say that. Like, no one. I guarantee you the Netflix CEO hates that shit. They just refuse to change it. <laughs> and I, 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 but I get what you guys are saying. It's a very easy to navigate thing. Like you said, Justin, it's got some great algorithms to it, as we just proved. Because if you're just anything... Why can't Hulu just even say they don't have it? Why does Hulu just have to go Venom? <laughs> At least Peacock, like you says, Justin, just goes, fuck you, I don't got it. Yeah, at, at least it does that. And to have this point, just really quickly for Peacock, because I didn't, I forgot to mention anything about it. But, um, but yeah, a lot of the, whenever they got The Office and Forensic Files and all of that kind of stuff, I found myself going to to that service. I am on there a lot. It is one of the ones that I stream the most. And then, of course, you know, um, WWE, that's where all the WWE content is. So, you know, I kind of have to go there, you know, to see anything uh, WWE because I can't I don't have the time to like watch it habitually on TV. So it's easy to go there, catch up or watch like a condensed version of Raw or if I'm and, and I don't really watch like the TV shows a lot, but I'll do recaps or little videos and stuff like that. And that's convenient that all of that stuff is on Peacock. My only knock against Peacock is just that I just wish it was a little more user friendly. I, I do wish that. Now, I'm not saying that I just have a, like like it's probably everything is problematic and it's hard to. Of course, most things, yes, are I can find them on there. I can access everything. And if you're looking for something by seasons, you can click by season and you can get it. But just for instance, and I think I shared this story with y'all, but I don't think I shared it like while we recorded. So like one time, and this is why I missed the WWE Network, because one time, um, you know, this was around the time Razor Ramon had passed away. And so I was like, okay, you know what? You know what? Today I'm going to watch my favorite Razor Ramon match. And it was this random match in 94 that he had with Shawn Michaels. If you're a wrestling fan, you should watch it because they wrestled for like two or three commercial segments. And it was a great, great match. And this was back when Shawn Michaels had Big Daddy Cool Diesel as a bodyguard. So it was, it was a really, and Razor and Ramon was not a heel. He was a baby face. So it's a kind of interesting dynamic with Sean being a heel and Razor being the baby face. So, but it, but it's a very, it's like a 20 minute long. It was a great match. But anyway, I'm trying to find this match on Peacock. So I type in, so I type in Monday Night Raw. And so like uh, in the search thing. So, um, and if you just do it from Monday Night Raw or you type in Razor Ramon and stuff like that, Hardly anything comes up. So it's like, okay, I got to go within the WWE channel or section or whatever to find it. So I get there. 
And there's a section for newer Raws. There's a section for Attitude Era. There's a section for this, this, that, and this. And I just hated how I just couldn't type in Razor versus Sean and get like a list of their matches. Like I had to like, it took me like 15 minutes to find this match, you know, because I had to go through every page and find out where the 90 whatever Raws were and all this stuff. And then everything is separated by seasons, which is weird with WWE because there's so many episodes on so many Mondays and so many dates. It's weird to think of WWE as seasons. Like I always think of it as, okay, it was Monday Night Raw this or that, or it was this date. But it doesn't number it like that. Oh, go ahead. No, I'm just saying it should be broken up by years. Yeah. And that's what I found out is that like all once you get to that season tab, they're all kind of separated by years, but it doesn't really tell you that you kind of like have to figure it out. So like I, that's and that's how I finally figured out how to get to it, because I went to season one and I was like, OK, this is 93. Season two is 94. And then I found it. But it took a minute to find it. And then on top of that, if you're not on the page where it has the season um, tab where you can break it up and select a certain season, there's a, only one page with that on it. You can't access it from other pages. And I wish they would change that somehow. Like, I feel like I should be able to access that regardless of where I'm at, but I can't. I have to go to this one place and then click it. And that was kind of annoying. So I don't know. I just don't think Peacock is as user friendly as some of the other ones, but the content that it has is like a 10. Like, That's for fair. sure. And I get that. But I, in, in granted, for me, I'll either be watching the regular Law and Order, like the old episodes, which that's another thing that annoys me. They only have season 13 through 20. Now, I guess 21. But like, it's weird that no streaming services have Law and Order 1 through 12. And if anyone should, it should be Peacock. And I don't know why they're there or why they're not there. That annoys me. But they have at least some of them. And I'll still watch those. But like I said, I watch the channels a lot. I don't actually search for shows that much on Peacock. And I think that that's why it doesn't bother me as much. And I haven't ran into as many user issues as you have other than in the channels. When you're scrolling through them, if you want to stop and read the description of the episode, you have to be the world's fastest reader because it gives you about 2.5 seconds before it goes, Oh, you didn't select anything. So we're just going to put you back on the one you were on. And you go, Oh, let me start scrolling again. Like that is annoying, but like uh, Hulu, I think Hulu, I haven't had too many problems with it because I don't search much on it. Obviously, because their search algorithms, apparently the worst thing ever made. <laughs> I I go for like, I I'm looking for something very specific that I know is on there. You know what I mean? So I don't have that issue. Cause I'm like, I'm looking for this thing, you know? So I haven't had that issue with some of it. And I mean, honestly, though, one of the ones outside of that, outside of Peacock, I watch a shit ton of HBO Max. They got a lot of content on that. It's fairly user friendly. I haven't ran into too many user issues on that. You know, but once again, with streaming services in general, 
I guess I'm never randomly searching for things. There is an app out there, and I might as well tell everybody this. There's an app out there called Just Watch. And you can actually key it to search the streaming services you have. Put whatever you're looking for in it, and it tells you where it is. Or if no one has it. That's cool. I did not know about that. So maybe that's why I haven't had a lot of that problem. Is I know if streaming services have shit or not. It's like, you know what I mean? Like, I just, I'll put it in there and go, hey, who has this? And they go this. And I go, okay. And I go directly to it. You also own every movie ever made. So I own a shit ton of movies too. (laughs) And TV shows. I own a shit ton of shit. Like, do you know what Peacock doesn't have that I'm surprised about? They don't have Law and Order Los Angeles. Which I get. Some people don't even know that exists. It was only out for one season. I own it though on iTunes and I do watch it randomly. <laughs> I did not know that. Yeah, it's got what's his name? The the killer kit guy from Scream also plays Jughead's dad in Riverdale. What the fuck is that guy's name? Oh yeah. Uh Skeet Ulrich. Yeah, he's in it. Skeet hmm. Ulrich's in it. Um Alfred Molina's in it. Terrence Howard's in it. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah, there's lots of people in it. Just nobody fucking watched it. So it lasted one season. I'm not completely high on it. It's not one of my favorite Law and Orders. I kind of prefer it a little bit to to SVU, though. I'd rather watch <laughs> Law and Order Los Angeles than SVU. It's no UK, though. <laughs> Law and Order UK is nice, though, because they get all British about it, and it's fucking delightful. Uh, I mean, okay. I'm going to have to do this because we brought it up. Do I need to rank law and orders now? Do I rank just the traditional law and orders or there's also the real, like the, when they do the law and order real life shit. Hmm. Let's not do those. And we won't do the, like the real life law and order stuff. But I mean, number one is obviously regular law and order. It is the best. Number two to me would have to be criminal intent. Vincent D'Onofrio and then later Jeff Goldblum. It's just a winning combination. I do like those. And plus, I kind of like those because they do a really cool thing where they show you who the killer is at the beginning and you get to see them like you see the crime happen at the beginning and you get to see Mm. them like loop back into it. You know what I mean? And I do find that incredibly fascinating, too. And they focus less on the trial. Now, that's why the original Law and Order is the best is because it's 50 percent investigation, 50 percent trial. It's delightful, you know. But criminal intent would have to be number two. Hmm, three. What would be three? Three almost might be UK. Yeah. Law and Order UK would have to be number three. And then... Then it would have to be Los Angeles. Then SVU. Then trial by jury. Which I think I'm also the only person that ever watched Law and Order Trial by Jury because I think it only lasted like eight episodes. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. That's impressive. I remember that being short-lived. Very short-lived. I haven't seen a single episode of Law and Order. What? Not any of them? Like none nuns of them? Oh, you opened a can, like Justin. Justin. Law and Order and Law and Order SVU are the two longest live-action TV shows to ever exist like of like 
like real life, like like actual like shows, like fiction shows. Man, I know, and it's the weirdest thing because I'm into that stuff. I I love the crime stuff. I'm always watching like crime documentaries and this, that, and the other. Like I live for that stuff, and I don't watch Law and Order. It's the weird. I don't know why. There I just never got into it. Eight hundred episodes of just those two. Not even going into the other Law and Orders. I think I know what it is. Like me. I'm I'm a real stickler for starting something from the beginning. And I think because I found out about it late that the and or at least because I found out that there were so many of them. And I guess I just had this thought like thought in my head that what you gotta watch this one and you gotta watch that one and you gotta watch this Daunting one. Task. Not realizing yeah. that they're not like all connected in that way. You know what Very I mean? Few of them Obviously, are there are different series with different people and stuff like that. But I didn't realize that at the time. It just seemed like there were so many of them. It was just like, I'll never catch up. I don't know. I just kind of had that, you know, and me, I have to start from the beginning and go through. And it just seemed impossible to watch it all. And I guess maybe that discouraged That's me daunting. from ever starting. Yeah, maybe I get that. No, no, I don't understand that at all. Justin. A, you can at least do that with Law and Order SVU. Like I said, I know I rank that low in my order of Law and Orders, but you can do that with SVU. Every single episode of Law and Order SVU is on Peacock. Okay, so I could start there. Every episode of Law and Order Criminal Intent is on Peacock. Every episode of Law and Order Los Angeles is in my iTunes. Now, the original Law and Order, I can't help you with yet. I have seen every episode of it. I've seen every episode of the original Law and Order at least eight or nine times each, easily. But that was also with the ability of cable TV and also using the Sundance channel and the Wii channel or the Wii network. They would also have days, just days, where they would play nothing but Law and Order. And so I was able to, like, throughout years and years and years of watching Law and Order... I was able to piece all 20 years of the first one together. Now I'm almost tempted to buy you a DVD player and the box set of law and order. The first 20 seasons just to give it to you. I won't even do that because I refuse to buy physical media for myself because it's 2022. Why the fuck are you giving me discs? Yeah, I get that. (laughs) Justin, I almost have to. Because you haven't seen a single damn one. And that is a Not travesty. A one. Not a single one. And like, should I start with SVU? But like, no. well, I like it's inferior. Like if I start with SVU, will I not appreciate like, are there things done in SVU that are like directly like whether it's the storytelling technique that they use or something like, like, would it be better to just start with law and order? Because then I will appreciate things about the later series, even though they're about different people. Is there like a style that's similar or no. well, anything okay. like that? The only thing that's similar is they both technically take place in New York and they both deal with crimes. Law and Order SVU has some episodes where it's very much just about the investigation. They have some okay. episodes where they do focus more on a trial. There's not kind of a set formula like you have in Law and Order. 
like I said, pretty much every law and order episode is 50% investigation, 50% trial. Almost to a T, like down to the second. That's how they operate almost. Now, like there's some episodes where it's more of this, more of that, but very few. Like it's very much almost the same thing in all of them. Law and Order SVU, it's more sex crimes or crimes with kids because that's the whole point of the special victim unit is sex crimes and kid crimes and stuff like that. You also get a cop that is very conflicting because a lot of people like him. A lot of women like him because he's attractive. And, you know, you kind of like him because he's like that gruff cop. You know, he's very much aggressive and all this other stuff, but he cares for the kids. He cares for the victims. And, you know, he might take things too far, but it's, it's against rapists and, and, and child fuckers. So it's like, if you're going to be, if you're going to take it too far, it might as well be with those two. Right. And I get it, but he is also a terrible fucking cop. This guy physically beats and intimidates people on a constant episode, uh, episodic basis. And he is a terrible police officer and you should never root for that type of cop because anything, any confession or evidence he gets, you can argue is tainted and can get these terrible child molesting rapist fuckers back on the street because he breaks the rules. You Did you even mention the organized crime? Oh, uh, fuck. I forgot about organized crime because it is obviously the worst. They did a whole spinoff Law and Order with just that character that Sterling was talking about, and it's new. It's just currently started. going, and it's it's not even episodic as much as like the other ones. It's very much more long form yeah. storytelling and all this other stuff. Completely different format, fine, yeah. and all this other stuff. But that's not Law and Order. Law and Order is episodic, and every once in a while you might get a two parter or a three parter. Those are special. No, not in this. And then on top of that, he's still being a shitty cop. And nobody's stopping him from being a shitty cop. And fuck Law and Order for keeping doing that. It needs to go away. And you need to get back to the cops that are just trying to stop murderers. Okay. And there you have it. I've got a lot of well, feelings. All that to say. <laughs> got a lot of feelings about Law and Order. <laughs> but the thing is, the reason, I think the only reason to maybe start with SVU is because you can watch all of it like, that's fair. You could start from the beginning. That's fair. On Peacock. And one thing I'll give Law and Order SVU is it does actually a fairly good job of capturing our societal attitudes towards sex crimes throughout the decades. You know, that's true. You'll hear them using language and talking about things very early on in early episodes. Like, I hate to say this, but. They use the word tranny like kind of a lot early in it and it's deplorable and you shouldn't use that word. But at the time, that's very much what you would use to describe them. They don't even use it necessarily in a negative way. They're using it as literally the only descriptive word they know because it's 1999. Mm, I see. And then later on, you'll, you'll they'll be talking about transgendered. And if you use the word I used earlier, that's bad and you shouldn't use it in all kinds of stuff. Like they, 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 and like just the idea that a man can be raped by a woman is tackled on that show. Whether or not, what level of consent is like, what is consent? Like if you're drunk, can you consent? If you, you know, if you just don't even say yes, is that consent? like they, they capture a lot of that through the decades and how it changes. 
And just like the attitudes, if you're like a male and you were sexually assaulted as a child, like coming forward with that, I will give them that. They have been very good at capturing our attitudes towards that stuff throughout the years and how it's evolved. But like I said, a big chunk of that is with a terrible cop and another one is they get a little self-righteous later and I don't like it. You know, like because some episodes actually tackled very well, I believe the the way that sex crimes can sometimes be a he said, she said, and how sometimes defense attorneys will use smear tactics on the the uh, the the victim to to get their clients off. And like I and I think that's very accurate and. Like a very nuanced way of handling it, because it's true, whether or not it should be done or whatever. That's a whole other argument. It's what happens, though. And I think that's very nuanced. And I like the fact that sometimes within the episodes, you don't quite know what happened. So it plays on a more realistic, real-life feeling within yourself of what what would you believe if you were a jury, like a juror on that trial, given the same evidence. It can kind of play into some of those feelings, and I think that's incredibly fascinating and all this other stuff. And then later on, they kind of throw some of the nuance out the window. Like... And like some newer seasons and stuff like that, they're very much like, nope, they did it. But they're a bad person. So now watch the trial because yeah. you know they did it. Mm. And I'm like, you you get rid of some of the nuance, you know, that I do think was fascinating. That 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 ties it, I think, more emotionally true, you know, by just showing that every episode they did it and you know they did it, you saw them do it, and you're just like, well. Okay. Like, so the entire time you're always on the side of quote unquote good. You know what I mean? You always believe what the cops are like with their investigation. You know, they're right. And you know, they didn't talk to the wrong person or, you know, they decided on the right. Like the, the, the criminal is obviously a criminal. Now they might end up being found not guilty, but you know, they're a criminal type of scenario mm. i'm like well that's okay. kind of disingenuous i don't like that as much yeah you know i get that it's not as fast and that's honestly why like the combination of the cop that's in the like the first like 10 or 12 seasons and i'm like looking back on it i'm like no you're a terrible cop you're the reasons why people hate cops or cops like you and then later they get rid of the nuance and all this other stuff i'm like ultimately that's why i place it lower you know, although you get a couple of nice cameos from Hamilton cast members pre Hamilton, you well, pretty much anybody on Broadway. <laughs> if you've ever been on Broadway, you've probably been in a episode of Law and Order because yeah. they need plenty of people that are victims or witnesses or somebody's. Interesting, interesting stuff. We should just do, you know, Sterling, you could do a whole episode about just Law and Order itself. Oh, I could. You want to break down. ADAs in the original Law and Order. I've got a ranking list of that. I've got a ranking list of the cops <laughs> and the cop pairings I prefer in the original Law. I can go on and on. Defense attorneys, what judges I prefer the most in my Law and Order episodes, which bail try like judges because the bail judges are different than the other ones. I've got favorites of those too. I've got rankings of pretty much everything in the original Law and Order you can get down to. Wow. You like need your own podcast just talking about law and order 
if they put all of them, because you sound very passionate about it. If they ever put them all on streaming, I will. Because I will go episode (laughs) by episode. And every episode, my guest will be someone else and they'll watch the episode too. And we will talk about that episode of Law and Order. There's the journey for you to go on, Justin. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I see. I need to catch up. I need to catch up. But to get back. Yes, back to truth. (laughs) But all that to say, that's one reason why I do gravitate gravitate towards uh, Peacock. That is also a good segment for it. Is Peacock has a lot of that stuff. So that's one reason why I gravitate towards Peacock. You know what I mean? Um, Like I said, but Netflix, I target like the Adam Project, which people out there, if you haven't watched Adam Project, it's actually a pretty fantastic movie. Watch it. Why did I watch it? Not because I was going through Netflix and going, oh, hey, this is a new thing. Let me watch it. Or, oh, hey, this is trending. I went, hey, the Adam Project came out on Netflix. I will go watch it. Like. I get that, you know, and I think what you're talking about, like as far as some of the targeting things, I I feel like that there are some that people kind of hold in high regard, like, oh, these are the best ones. And then there are those ones that are complimentary ones that you have to have because of targeting that you're talking about, I think, because like for me, like like I wouldn't I don't think well, I would ever do. not have. HBO Max and like Disney Plus. I was about to say we have not Maybe. mentioned Disney Plus once yet. <laughs> yeah, like you know, because like I don't know if I could ever not have them though, because of I think that targeting thing that you're talking about, like the the fact that it just has all the the uh, most of the Marvel movies are there. Mo, you know, it's got the Star Wars stuff. It's got my the childhood Disney stuff. It's got the Pixar stuff. So it's almost like, you know, if I'm ever needing to watch something like that and that day is going to come, I have to have Disney plus like it's, it's, it feels like, I don't know if I will ever rank it as the best one because I just, I, and I watch it kind of in cycles. Oh, the new Marvel series is out. I'm on Disney plus, you know? Oh, the, you know, the newest Marvel movie that I saw in theaters and I liked it and it came out now. Um, I'm, you know, I'm back on. Are you talking to me? Okay. My bad. Ignore that. I will just continue going. But like, but you know, like Disney plus, like when I think about targeting and stuff, that's something I think about. Like I'm going to watch specific shows whenever they are released on Disney plus. And then HBO max is kind of the same way to me. There's too much good stuff on there that I know that I'm going to be in the mood to watch. Even if I'm not in that mood now, I will be, you know, it's got the Batman stuff. I know I'm going to um get that on there. You know, eventually I'm going to probably watch some of that Batman stuff. Eventually the anime stuff they have, I'm probably going to dive into it, you know, and then HBO has so many like good series like Euphoria and uh, Big Little Lies and like, like there are a lot of great just series on HBO Max. And then they've got a lot of great documentaries on there, too. And then sometimes they do cool stuff for like, you know, there was some 
they had all this, the whole section for like women's day and women's pioneers. And they had like all these little specials about these impactful females in society. You know, they just do a lot of cool things like that too. So I just feel like those, I don't know if I will ever say, oh, my favorite or the one I'm on the most is HBO or Disney Plus, but I for damn sure I'm going to have them. Like, you know, I'm not going to not have those streaming services. So I feel like they're a little better as far as complimentary stuff. I get that. Like, because that's kind of the way I am with that stuff. Like, I don't watch a ton of Disney Plus at all. I've watched the MCU shows. I've watched Encanto like six or seven times. And then I just went ahead and bought it. So I don't have to keep going to Disney plus, but still like I, I watch Encanto. I watch uh, like, and I watch specific shows or, you know, like, but I haven't really just sat around and even explored Disney plus just cause I don't know. I don't need to, I can just go watch bullshit somewhere else. But but I said, like you said, I'm probably always going to have a it's cheap as fuck. Yeah. Yeah. And, 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 and B. Why not? Like it's, it's cheap. It, I'll keep it. Like it has enough on there. I want to watch or when it does have something on there, it's just nice to have it, you know? Yeah. It's like the ultimate, like complimentary, like it's not your main, but it's like the the ultimate accessory or like that complimentary piece. It's like you just have to have it. Like, well, and I noticed that even I know we'll get to like people like what people said and stuff like that. But that was one that I noticed was quite complimentary to what people had. It was never the number one, but it was there. And same thing with HBO Max, I feel. Well, and, and, and with, with Disney Plus, it's one of those things where if like it just it, it's going to end up having something you want to watch at yeah. some point in time you know what i mean like it's just like you know moon knight just like you know moon knight comes out tomorrow on it as the time when we're recording this moon knight comes out tomorrow you know like you know sure as fuck sterling's gonna watch some moon knight no matter what <laughs> yep so you know that's it's 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 cool that it's there and like and and the thing is with it too, I'm kind of more excited about Disney Plus originals than I am some other things. Like as a con against Netflix, it's got too many fucking originals. That might be true. It's hard to keep track of it all. That's, yeah, that's true. true. And but it, it it drowns itself in it. Netflix original movies, Netflix original series, and they'll come on and cancel. Come on, and cancel, or they'll stay around for three years and then cancel. And like this and that already. Oh, this is much. More. Who the fuck can keep up with all the shit that has come and gone from Netflix just as originals? You I know? blame Stranger Things for that. <laughs> they they did well, so everybody else wanted to make an original. No, well, House of Cards technically before that. Orange is the New Black before that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that true. Too. They yeah. did those first. You know, it's just so much shit as Netflix originals. And honestly, it is so varying in quality that it's hard to really get invested in a lot of that shit. You know, it's all over the place. It sometimes feels like Netflix will make fucking anything. (laughs) 
And who wants to necessarily do that? Or watch all that? You know what I mean? Like, it is overwhelming with all the shit that is fucking Netflix originals. And also, let's be real. Netflix originals does not actually mean Netflix made it. It just means that Netflix bought the distribution rights. Is all that actually means. They might have nothing to do with the movie being made. They just bought the right to be it only on their service. You know? Yeah. Good point. Like, let's be a little fair. That's what that means. But like, it's just, and it just kind of makes you wonder sometimes with Netflix. And it's just, it's, it's also, it's so much. They'll have like 27 things a week come out that are Netflix originals. I don't got time for all that shit. It has to get well established before I'll take a chance on it with Netflix half the damn time. You know, if I hear enough people talking about it, maybe then I'll go watch it. Like, yeah, I think that's true with a lot of things with a lot of their originals with me too, because like squid game wouldn't have even known it existed. If it wasn't, if it just didn't get so much buzz, I wouldn't have even heard about it. And maybe that's part of the reason why I like that little trending thing, because that sort of makes the job easier of finding out, (laughs) okay, these are the trending things. Now that's become my thing to do because it can be tiresome kind of just scrolling through and trying to find, okay, what were the originals that came out this week or whatever? It's kind of easier to just go, okay, what's trending? Oh, this. Oh, it's a Netflix original. Maybe I'll check it out. But like, yeah, but I think about Squid Game. That's a good example. Like, wouldn't have even known about it if it wasn't for the buzz that it got because of the sheer number of releases, you know, they have. Yeah, And the only reason why I'm anti the trending thing, though, is because when I say I have to hear enough people talk about something, it has to be people that I like. The Netflix trending thing (laughs) is a bunch of people I probably wouldn't like if I knew who they were watching something. And then I get stuck doing an episode about the Tiger King and have to watch that <laughs> bullshit because it's trending and popular. Yeah, Fuck I was all about that. to say, sometimes that trending list be on some bullshit, and though. Then no you one know, even not gave everything a fuck on that means it's a must watch. watch. <laughs> no one gave a fuck about season two of Tiger King. Zero Nobody. people cared. Nobody no. cared. Because it also I saw it and was like, like oh, I'm going to watch that. that. Out. And it's funny, even me, I was like, I saw it and went, you know, I should watch it. I mean, I watched the first season and I just never did. Just ever. No one did. No one gives a <laughs> fuck about Tiger King no more. <laughs> oh, man. But I guarantee it was trending on Netflix because the first one was. And I don't trust yeah. people enough like that. You know, I get that. Like, I have to hear it from people I like actually respect. Or at least respect enough to trust their opinions before I do that. That's kind of how Ted Lasso was. Going back to what uh, Heather brought up earlier with Apple TV. Enough people talked about Ted Lasso that I'm like, you're not a shitty person. Maybe I'll give it a chance. And then I watched Ted Lasso and I got fucking hooked. Ted Lasso is an amazing show. Must watch. I've seen the first season. It was great. I need to to see that second because that second's great too. Oh, is like, it? Okay. Uh, it, like, I, I loved the first season. It was it was pretty amazing. 
bold claim. Zero drop off in the second season. Huh. Okay. I would even argue better ending of the second season. Yeah, I would agree with that. Huh. It's it's a great show. Okay. And in the second season, they, they do a lot of like, um, you know, getting deeper into like why Ted Lasso is the way he is and stuff like that. So that's really kind of cool. Yeah, it's a great show. Like one okay. thing about Ted Lasso, because it works great in the first season because it's a fascination. And they are so good in that second season about a the whole the gimmick behind it not getting tiresome. And expanding upon the foundation they established. And growing with you. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like you grow mm-hmm. with the show. And like I said, better ending. Okay. So Justin, okay. get on that season two. I'm telling All you. All right. It's we'll 100% worth it. Okay. Yeah. And I, I was very impressed with season one. So I definitely will. For sure. Like I want to talk about the the end the season finale of two now, and I can't because I don't want to ruin it for you because it's it's fantastic. It's just a fantastic ending. Like I don't even want to tell you the emotional states it put me in because it's more than one. That's that's the only clue I'll give you. Multiple emotional states in that season finale. Multiple. Okay, that's right. all I'll say. I won't even say which ones. Just there were multiple. And it's it's just okay. in a fantastic way. Okay. I'll just have to get I have to get on that because yeah, like season one just not to say too much about it, but like just whenever you thought you knew what a character was gonna do or what the plot was going, what where it was going, or where you thought, okay, I could kind of see this coming, just the way that it would sort of something would happen or you know, they would develop a character a certain way or just some, you know, there there were a lot of just pleasant surprises. And even when I kind of knew what was coming, it didn't happen in a corny way or a cheesy way. It didn't happen quite the way I expected it to. So that, that, that was really cool. And sometimes they just did really fun, like creative stuff, like him taking the Allen Iverson, it's not a game, just practice. And he sort of turned it into a motivational speech. Like, that was really cool to me. Like, that was one of my favorite moments of season one. So, yeah, man. If there's, if, if season two is anything like season one, then I know I'm going to enjoy it. You know, if it's at that same level, not saying I need another scene like that, but just if it's at that same creative level, then I know I'm going to like it. Right 100% is 100% is like, I don't know. Cool. I want you, you made me want to talk about my favorite scene of season one of that. We're talking about streaming services, so it's fine. We're talking about streaming shit. Yeah. That darts scene in the first season. Oh, that was great. I too. love that. Scene. That was so great because like, I love how I love the setup to it. I love everything. Like, I love how the one guy, like the, the, the Rupert Murdoch guys like, ha ha. I love darts. Look, I've got my own darts. And then Ted Lasso goes, oh, yeah, I forgot I'm left-handed. Just rocking it. And then I love the yeah. story he tells what, while he's doing it. You know, when he's talking about, like, people used to pick on him and all this other stuff. But then he realizes, like, that Walt Whitman co- quote that, like, uh, 
I forget what it was, but it's like the whole th- point is like, but be curious. You know, and he's like these people not mm-hmm. judgmental. Yeah. What was that, Heather? Be curious, not judgmental. Yes, I think is what it was. And he's like these people weren't yeah. curious, and if they were curious, they would know. They would ask me like, "Hey, do you like darts?" And he's like, "Yeah, I played it every day, like every Sunday with my dad." Like, like I loved the way that story unfolds, and I love how it wasn't a clear type of thing where. It's like he just didn't dominate the guy. At the end, he had to ask somebody what he needed to win. And then, yeah, he had to get it and he gets it. Spoiler alert, who gives a fuck? Because it doesn't ruin the scene. Knowing he gets it doesn't ruin the scene. Because the way the scene unfolds is gripping storytelling based around darts. Yeah, yeah. it was great. And it's, 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 it's almost a testament to like, if you want to know how to write a captivating scene in a TV show. Just watch that scene. You don't even need context. You don't even really need to watch this show. You could just watch that scene and learn how to write a scene. Cause it's just yeah. expertly crafted, acted, written, executed, everything. Like I find myself sometimes just going through that episode and watching that scene. Cause it's fantastic. Yeah. It's really good. I like that one a lot. Yeah, I think I I really like the scene. I want to say it's one of the last episodes, but basically where um, Rebecca goes down and has that conversation with with Lasso about her actions and what she did and just the whole apology scene, basically. Um, and, you know, him just being like, I forgive you. Like, no questions asked. Didn't even think about it. You know, and just his explanation for why he was forgiving her. And I was like, man, that is deep, though. Like people watching that, like if they were struggling with some kind of like holding on to something, you know, like you could just watch that scene. And I don't know. There's just something about the way he delivers a speech that makes you just be like, man, Ted Lasso, you just need to be my life coach or something. (laughs) Well, I think the best thing about Ted Lasso as a whole is while it might be a technically a comedic series, it shows zero fear in running the emotional gambit of every single emotion a human feels. And absolutely it, true. Yeah. It jumps into all of them head first, no fear, and just expresses them genuinely. Like no matter what, there is an episode in that show that I feel like in a basic human level, most people could probably relate to something that happens in that show. Just in your life, yeah. you've probably felt the way a character in that show has felt. Yeah. And it doesn't just... And I'm also... So genuinely. No, it just, it just does it in a way that it's respectful to emotions. You know, it doesn't play a negative emotion like jealousy or fear as a joke, even though it might use comedic elements in telling that story. It still respectfully tells the story of those emotions. Yeah. And I also really, one of my favorites too, um, actually, I think it's in the second season, but the Christmas episode. (laughs) Oh, that's a fantastic episode. episode. I don't even like, like Christmas episodes of anything. Fantastic Christmas episode. Yeah. And that's Ugh. what I was about to say too, is like, I, 
I mean, and I like Christmas episodes, but I don't like watching them necessarily outside of like around Christmas time. <laughs> but this one I can literally watch whenever. It's such a good episode. It's awesome. Okay. Gotta get on. Yeah, Justin, get on that show. So, you know, we're really trying to sell you on it, even though you were already going to do it, but just do it. <laughs> yeah. Like, you know how some second seasons of great first season shows let you down? i.e. Sabrina, Riverdale, uh, even Stranger Things, I, I, w- I would say, like a lot of second seasons let you down a little bit. Ted Lasso won't. That's all I'm saying. Ted Lasso will not let you down in that season two. Okay. okay. And I will say this right now to you, Justin. This only applies to Justin, no one else. If you were disappointed in season two in the slightest, just even the slightest, Justin, I will give you $50 and I will just take your word on it. If you just go Sterling, I was just the slightest bit disappointed. I will give you $50. No questions asked, but the only condition on it is you have to tell me it for the first time on an episode of the podcast. Okay. That's the only condition I will put on it. That's a deal. That's a lot of confidence, sir. I'm, now I just feel like I know it's going to be good. Like, yeah. And, and, and that, and I, I say that because of how confident I am with what I watched with it. Like there might be a character you're disappointed with, but knowing you because of who you are, Justin, if you're disappointed in a character, that will be because the story wrote it knowing you will be disappointed in a character or something. You know what I mean? Yeah. You wouldn't take that as, Oh, I'm disappointed in the show because a character I like disappointed me. I know you will take that as they wrote it that way. And it's the story arc. And that's the emotion you're supposed to get. You know, that's why I'm trusting you with it. You won't, you won't shaft me with it. You won't trick me into going, ha ha this. So, <laughs> got you, got you. But yes, that's how confident I am in it. Back to streaming stuff. Uh, Heather, did you look through a lot of these as you typically do? You mean the responses? Yes, the audience stuff. Yes, I do have them. Oh, um, real quick, before that, I'm sorry, I meant to bring this up. Amazon, because I haven't talked about Amazon. It's a fine service. I don't use it that much outside of some of the exclusives I watch on it. But like Justin said, it has some really great features. The x-ray is a great feature. I like it. If you ever want to know who the fuck somebody is in a movie, you click that. Bam. Like every scene, it changes. It changes as the characters go. It's a fantastic thing. I love that. I love that about it. Every scene like and it's right on the money like you'll be in a car with one character and so it'll only show that character. Then another character gets in the car and then their name pops up. Bam! He's in the car with them. These are the two people in the scene. No matter how many actors or actresses are in the scene, they all just line up and it'll just make a list for it. Like that x-ray thing is so damn cool. Like I wish I could watch everything that way. Like I wish there are things that on the other services that I wish I could watch them with that feature because it just be so much fun. And the x-ray feature is why sometimes a show that is on multiple streaming surfaces, 
I might watch it on Amazon just because of that feature. Um, but I mainly watch it for the exclusives. I love boys. I love invincible. Um, you know, there's been some really great stuff on it. Uh, but I will say this, as far as the deal goes though, Amazon prime has got to almost be the best bang for your buck just for the sheer fact that you get Amazon prime delivery and all the other Amazon prime services <laughs> for that package. Cause they don't have a different package. You just have the one package. So not only do you get extra fast deliveries, you get a fucking streaming service that now has MGM, like owns MGM. That is true. That is true. You know, like bang for your buck, the two best are Disney plus and Amazon because you get Disney is just so fucking cheap, especially for it being ad free. It's fucking cheap. And Amazon, you get everything they have on Amazon plus. Amazon Prime with it. Now, one other thing I will say is at least with HBO Max, while it is one of your more expensive services, one positive thing about it is it is essentially no more expensive than an HBO subscription on cable. They're both 15 bucks a month. So you get and you get everything for HBO. It's HBO Go. They got rid of HBO Go, but it's HBO Go combined with other shit now. Got other content and HBO Go. So that is still kind of a value, even though people might not look at it like that. It's still a good value just for the sheer fact that you get live HBO because of it. You can watch live HBO on HBO Max. You know, or you like or you get at least like say like Euphoria is a very popular show right now. So say like Euphoria starts at 9 p.m. You can watch Euphoria, that current episode, at 9 p.m. on HBO Max. Or say you show up 15 minutes late, you can just start watching it then. And you can keep up to date with every current HBO show, plus all the old HBO shows, and a bunch of random other shit that they just happen to have. Not a bad value, really not. Even though it's the, one of the more expensive, it's still cheaper than Netflix, that still goes up in price twice a year. And you get really good value for it. I will say that. I do think HBO Max should be uh, commented on with that. Yeah. And just the quality. And like I said, it's like one of those complimentary pieces. Like, I just think you just have to have it because the quality of the shows. I mean, we're talking HBO, man. Some of the quality of the shows, some of the quality of the documentaries. It's just some of those shows that it has are just at a quality that you almost just can't find everywhere else you know there are are some hbo shows that are just like they have stuff that's considered like the best stuff you know whether you whether you're talking about some of the older stuff like sopranos the wire or you're talking about some of the newer stuff like euphoria it it has a lot of what is considered the best shit so how could you not have it you know it's like well from in my opinion that's one I'm just going to have. Like if I'm on a list of ones that I have, that's going to be one that I have. I can't not have HBO. It's just too good a shit on it. You I know, mean, I, I, I think it's a valid argument to say just having access to HBO's extended old library, not even the like brand new shit, like as it comes out, but just access to HBO's extensive library itself 
is damn near almost worth 15 bucks a month just to yeah, get access to sure. Oz, The Wire, Sex in the City, uh, The Sopranos, like all their shit that they have had. You can damn near argue it's worth that. Yeah. Because when you look at the history or just some of the most critically acclaimed TV shows of all time, it has two of them. Like, I know people like Game of Thrones got soured by a lot of people. Okay. It might have dropped out of the top 10 TV shows of all time with that last season, whatever. That's a whole other story. We have a four hour episode on it. Go listen to that shit. But just The Wire and Sopranos alone are considered yeah. two of the best TV shows ever made. Ever made. And they're just sitting there going, hey, watch me. We're here for you. You can watch us anytime. That's fantastic. I own both of them in iTunes and can watch them anytime also. And I still would pay HBO. I own those shows in iTunes. The Wire and which other one? The Sopranos. Oh, Sopranos. But I, I own both of those in my iTunes. And I still would probably pay for HBO Max if it was just those two shows. Because I want to support them just offering those to people because more people need to watch it because they are two of the best TV shows of all time. Hands down. No questions asked. They are up there because even if you've never watched them, you probably heard about them. Just saying there's a reason. So Anyway, Heather, like we were talking about earlier. Yes. Okay. So, um, do you want me to just read off some of people's responses as far as yeah, what just, their favorites especially are? Especially ones that jump out to you. Yeah. And I guarantee you okay. AMC Plus won't be mentioned outside of the one comment I put saying, mm-hmm. am I the only one that has no. this? So, uh, we got a response from Kurt, um, which is Fuck Kurt. Kurt? <laughs> um, he said, all of, um, of all, out of all of these, I think Amazon is the best one. You can find just about anything you want to watch, whether it is a TV show or a movie, and rent it for $3.99. Yeah, that's fair, Which but fair. I can do that on iTunes also. Yeah. Just saying, I'm throwing but that out like, there. I can do that. Yeah, but I feel like with other streaming services, you don't have to like buy something. Like you don't have to rent it. That's fair. Like that is something you know? that Amazon and iTunes specifically have with an iTunes. I mean, Apple TV plus, like I'm, I'm throwing those into the same category. Yeah. They, but that's also a benefit. I would argue if they don't have it, but you, they have an alternative. You still have a choice. You still have an option sometimes. Cause sometimes on Netflix, they don't have it. They just say, fuck you. We don't got it. Yeah. True. Mm-hmm. Um, we had another response from Becca. Um, I think that's your friend, Katie, right? Um, yeah, it's Katie says I gravitate towards Netflix more in general because I feel like the content is more varied, high quantity and consistent in quality. Uh, the others I keep around for specific shows and movies that I like to have on tap. 
Uh, Amazon is a close second, but falls short because if I'm already paying for all these subscriptions, I don't want to have to pay a rental fee. Yep. And that is a fair, that is a fair assessment with it. But like I said, at least with Amazon, you'd probably pay that amount of money anyway, just for the delivery aspect of it. And the fact that you get the TV show as like the TV streaming service included. I, I, I see that kind of as a pro and con when it comes to renting the movies from just cause it's, it's you're getting more for that streaming dollar than you are from other people just with the other shit outside of streaming. But also I do want to disagree with Katie with the sheer fact that I will argue Netflix doesn't have consistent quality. Like I mentioned earlier, I think it's quality is all over the fucking place when it comes to especially their exclusives. Yeah. Yeah. And I also noticed how both of them, Kurt and Becca, I see that HBO Max and Disney Plus are there, you know, weren't mentioned as their favorite ones, but they are there, you know. It's just, how could you not have them? You know, it's just, the, the, they're just, the, to me, those are like just those must-have complimentary ones, you know, even if they're not your favorite ones. That also reminds me of one I have that we haven't talked about. It's Paramount Plus. I have that too. How it's, is Paramount? I, I've never, I don't think I've ever been on it or. Man, I've, I got it for some Star Trek, man. That's it. Like, it's got some Star Trek on it. (laughs) Okay. Like, it's got that Discovery. It's got that Picard. It's got that Lower Decks. Those are all fantastic. Don't get me wrong. Those are all fantastic shows. Especially if you're, like, a Trek person. Fantastic. I don't know what the fuck else is on that, though. It's CBS. I don't give a fuck. (laughs) And it's one of those things I give. I don't even remember how much I pay them a month. I, I, I do the all every service I have is if there's a premium version of it, I pay for that. So if there's a premium version of it, and I can't even tell you if there is a premium version of it or not. I don't know if all I know is if there is, I'm paying for that. I've watched those things. Then I don't even fucking think about it. I don't, I, I, I I've watched some football because you know, like on the, some of the CBS games I can just watch on it. I've watched some football on it, I suppose, here and there. Same with Peacock. I've watched some of that instead of actually just going to my DirecTV or whatever. But also, uh, like I said, I'll f- honestly, if you ask me to name something on CBS or Paramount Plus that is not Star Trek related, I can't tell you what the fuck's on it. Because I don't know. I've never watched anything else or looked for anything else on it. (laughs) And that's kind of sad that I spent that much money just to watch some shit that like comes and goes. That means there are months on end that I am paying for the streaming services and not watching shows on it because they're not actually having new episodes yet. (laughs) Wasn't the, the new Twilight Zone on there too? Or no? It was. I didn't actually watch it on there though. Okay. Probably should. I still need to see that actually. Maybe I should. Maybe I need to get into some of that shit because I'm paying for it. Right. Maybe get some more value. (laughs) God, I'm fucking stupid and ridiculous, but I love it. (laughs) All right. So then we have a response from Zach. Um, 
says that HBO Max is his favorite, um, been the one he's watching the most lately. Um, Matthew says that Disney Plus is one of my favorite services uh, to use because it has almost all of my favorite cartoons and some favorite movies on it. Uh, now, one thing I missed that was the best thing going was the WWE Network when it was by itself and not part of Peacock. Yeah, and we already kind of talked about it, but yeah, that was kind of the point I was making is that the network was just a lot easier to find and navigate through things. Like you could put in whatever wrestler and a ton of content for that wrestler would come up. You know, all kinds of, you could put in this person versus this person and just about every match that those two guys had would come up. You know, it was just, it was a lot more search friendly and um, just, it was a little more organized, I thought, than the way it is in Peacock, which in Peacock, it's fine. But, you know, WWE Network just, it was a little bit easier to just find something specific. And that's what I'm talking about. Like, it's not overall navigation or anything, but just when you want that specific thing in wrestling, it's kind of hard because like, if I want to watch Hulk Hogan versus like Macho Man, well, well, they may have had 50 matches, you know? Um, So sometimes it's hard to pinpoint unless the search engine is really good, the algorithm's good, it's hard to find which specific one. If you don't have the date, if you don't know how it organizes seasons, this, that, and the other for Peacock, whereas with the WWE Network, you just put that in, and you're probably going to find it, like, in a matter of seconds. So, See, and that makes me wonder, why the fuck wouldn't they automatically incorporate that into their shit? Like, Yeah, I don't know. That would make Peacock a better value. If you bring in the features that the WWE streaming service had into that, you could potentially pay the same price or maybe a little bit more and get the WWE and extra content. Like, yeah, it seems like a no brainer to me. Now, I know there's been some talk that AEW might sign a deal with HBO Max, and I think that's great for them because you get AEW and you'd possibly get Ring of Honor, too, since Tony Khan owns both. Into yeah. HBO Max's format. HBO oh, Max is fairly wonderful. easy to navigate. Yeah, that would be wonderful. Yeah, I hope they do that. I really hope they do that. And it might make WWE on Peacock look stupid, which and I don't mean anything against WWE or Peacock. Specific, well, more Peacock than WWE. Peacock fix your shit. Like Peacock fix yeah. your shit. I don't blame WWE for signing that deal. They got a shit ton of money for it. <laughs> yeah. That, it's not a WWE right. problem. It's just that search engine, man. Just fix that search out algorithm, man. Hulu, YouTube. But Peacock, come on, man. Just don't be like, hey, I ain't got shit. Sorry. Sorry, boss. Just fix it. Just, just a little bit. Just be a little bit better. Just, you know, provide a better service. Just a little bit. Well, just a little also, bit. real quick, though. One thing we haven't addressed with all this is you have these issues that we're talking about with these streaming services. How hard would it have been to just copy Netflix a little more when they came out? Like, come on. Netflix had been around for a while. It's not like you couldn't copy their shit and just argue, well, if you're building a streaming platform, obviously 
you're building it the optimized way, which Netflix does. So that way you can argue you're not ripping them off. You're building it the best logical way you can build a platform. Yeah. Good point. Like, why would like you're telling me you can't find a guy on Netflix that works for them in their like programming and UI department and can't offer them $5,000 more a year to jump ship. Come on. <laughs> I like mean, you can't hire somebody to just not suggest venom. Right. All the time. Why did like, I want to, I want to email Hulu and just go look. <laughs> Their sole <dude>. job. <laughs> it's just I, that. I will email Hulu and tell them, look, I will pay you $2 more a month just to recommend venom less. <laughs> if you could just charge me you don't have to charge all your subscribers just charge me two dollars more a month just to recommend venom less to just me i'll pay for <laughs> just to me and my account recommend venom less i'll pay you for it oh man just saying so one um, or a couple of services that we hadn't really even talked about, um, Chase mentions the most rewarding ones have been um, Shutter and Tubi. See, Tubi is but, completely um, free, and I get why people watch it because it's ad supported. It's ad supported streaming, so they have some mm. deals with like MGM and a few studios, and they get some movies and TV shows, and it's all ad supported. I think there might be a plus version. I don't know, but it's all shit. That's also somewhere else. Now, like I said, with shutter, I did mention shutter earlier and I do understand why you don't remember that just because shutter is included in AMC plus. Oh, you did say that. You're exactly. Right. But I understand forgetting about it because like I said, it's AMC plus everyone forgets about it. <laughs> so, or doesn't even know it exists. And, like, and I didn't, yeah, I've never watched anything on it. So. And one thing I'll say with it is one thing they need to fix in AMC plus is the fact that when it comes to shutter, you have to go and just search for it. And if it's on shutter, you get it, but they mm. don't have like a shutter section. You know what I mean? They should have a shutter section. Mm. and they don't yeah i see what you're saying you know what see, i mean and i would and i would have thought that that would just definitely be on there you know and that would because so why because it would make sense not. exactly kind of like how hulu it would make sense if you didn't recommend venom no matter what somebody typed <laughs> but no you were right justin it would make sense to have a shutter tab or you know what i mean a shutter section Cause it's included. I shouldn't have to go, Hey, is this movie on shutter? Let me search for it. I have to go on there and go, Hey, like I just to test it to find out. Cause I didn't, I was like, where do I find shutter content? I went and, and Googled shutter exclusive content and found out what was exclusive to shutter and then searched for that in AMC plus to find it. Wow. Yeah. They, yeah, they got to do some about and that. They've also got some of the weirdest sure. tabs. If you go to like movies and then go to horror, they just list horror movies. In what order? No idea. 
Because it's not even alphabetic. It's not even an alphabetic order. It's just a bunch of horror movies. And since Shudder is included in it, you have all the movies from Shudder that is a horror-specific streaming service just in there. So it's just a bunch of fucking horror movies in no discernible order. Like I said, it's not even in alphabetic order. It's just there. (laughs) Damn. And then, and then, and then I wonder why no one else has it, and why I only watch Law and Order UK. <laughs> like, the more I think about it, I'm like, no, it makes sense. It's a shitty service. I just want to watch that one show, mm. so I pay them for it. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's fucking terrible. You can say whatever you want about these other ones. You can say whatever you want about the fact that if you type in beef wellington into hulu it will tell you to watch venom at least <laughs> there is something there you can at least argue that maybe sony is paying them money to promote venom no matter what the fuck you're looking for which is that cool no but it's capitalism <laughs> okay it happens whatever amc plus just has nothing it just goes I don't know. Look through some shit. AMC Plus is like, <laughs> you know that DVD bin at Walmart? There's just a bunch of random DVDs yes. for a dollar. Yes. That is AMC Plus. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it makes about it. It's like it's the way it's built makes about as much sense as that DVD bin. You just reach the fuck in and pull something out and go, I guess this is on here. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, oh boy. Man. Um, we have another person, um, Angeline, who says Netflix is the easiest net to navigate, which we talked about. Um, it has a good selection. Disney Plus just brings back the best memories and is good for my kids. So that's fair too. Fair. Um fair. Yeah. That's a fair and, point. And uh let's see. Oh, um Joelle says Netflix is definitely my favorite based on features. Skip intro, recommendation algorithm, actually remembers where I am in an episode, and original content. Um, Peacock and Paramount are my least favorite when it comes to being user-friendly. So, yeah, that's fair, too. All right, Joel, here's a tip. No, Just know what specifically you want to watch. That's how the fuck you navigate those. <laughs> Just that's it. Don't search for it. Like, don't go on there hoping you might find something or come across something. Just know what the fuck you want to watch and find it. That's the only way they're really there. At least with Paramount Plus, especially. Just like I said, and I say that not knowing what the fuck's on there outside of Star Trek. I don't know anything else on that channel or that service, so. Fuck me. I think I'm the definition of somebody that wastes money. (laughs) I say that like it's a revelation and like I'm going to change anything. I'm not. I'm still not going to go cancel a damn thing. All I'm probably going to do tonight is now I'm going to watch Law and Order UK when I go to bed. To still justify why the fuck I'm paying money to AMC+. There you go. 
Um, and then the last one here is from Tucker says HBO Max has the best content for the price. Um, so that's a decent assessment. Yeah. But um, yeah, that's what we got. Thanks to everybody who um, commented for us. I know Mundo said something. Let me find where Mundo said something. I know he did. I'll find it. Oh, you're right. I think he did. Did I miss his? Um, oh, I don't know. I somebody do somebody yeah. named Glenn says they have Prime, Peacock, HBO Max, Paramount. But they said Netflix is their go-to because they have pretty much everything. And Peacock and Paramount are good for sports and shows. That's fair because that's honestly... Peacock and Paramount are good about having the football games, at least, yeah. especially that they're showing. Yeah, that's a good point. If you're a sports person, I can definitely see that uh, coming into play. So, I found Mundo's, by the way. Um, let me see. Oh, okay. It says HBO Max has gotten so much better content wise. And I'm watching that more than Netflix or Hulu. I only have Apple TV because I love Ted Lasso too much. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny because that's exactly what we were kind of saying. So that's that's pretty cool. I guess I got to get on this Ted Lasso, man. There are some other shows on Apple TV that aren't terrible. Um, It's just they kind of they're weirdly just less fanfare. You know what I mean? But maybe that'll change with the fact that Coda did just win best picture and is the first streaming service to win best That's picture. True. Yeah. Good point. But, um, I don't know guys. Is there anything else you guys want to talk about? Or are we done for tonight for this episode? I think I'm good. Yeah, I'm good. All right. So on that note, guys, thank you for listening to this episode of the Cinema Slayers podcast. Check us out on the internet at cinemaslayers.com or Cinema Slayers podcast on Facebook or Cinema underscore Slayers on Twitter and Instagram or Cinema Slayers pod on TikTok or search for Cinema Slayers podcast on YouTube which right now, like I've said before, we're doing just audio only, but episode 200, which will be our Moon Knight episode. We are delaying releasing Moon Knight just for this, just because it's our 200th episode. And because according to Justin, it won a best picture. Don't worry, I'm still not ending the episode. I still had to just say it. Mundo or Mundo. What the fuck am I saying? Moon Knight will be our 200th episode, not Mundo. Sorry, Mundo, if you're listening to this right now, you did our logos, but you're not going to be our 200th episode because that'd be kind of weird to do our 200th episode based on you. No offense or anything. That's just fucking silly, though. But Moon Knight, Moon Knight on Disney Plus will be our 200th episode. Like I said, we're going to delay doing that episode just so we can do it for video and our 200th episode. So check that out when it comes out. And, you know, tell your family, tell your friends, tell your friends, family, tell your family, friends. But most of all, tell those dear, dear sweet mothers because mothers love streaming services you put it on for the kiddos they just shut up for a while it's great it's fantastic a few mothers even commented about it It it's great for their kids uh 
Like, like, uh, like I always say, give a five-star rating and review. We'd really appreciate that. It'd really help us out. Shout out to Plug Migo and Mundo Cho for our theme song and logos, respectively. I think I might have forgotten that the last few episodes. Sorry about that. Still had to give him a shout out. And like I literally just said a little bit ago, and like I said, it's technically out right now because it's after midnight when I'm recording this right now. But uh, Moon Knight is now on Disney Plus, so start watching it. You've got six weeks to finish it and then some more to we do our review. But remember, according to Justin, Moon Knight is the best picture winner. Shutter. Like a, I did the shutter. Like nine more episodes to figure out what the fuck you're gonna do. <laughs> this is gonna ruin Justin. The the, the video is gonna ruin everything. No. For those of you that don't know, we've started at least having video while we record recently. That is a big change recently to prepare for our video episodes, and that's why Justin has failed at the every at the end of every episode lately. Is because now he's on video and we can see him. And he's not doing the stupid shit he typically does. <laughs> Even though he did it for 180 other that. episodes. Now he can't be doing dumb shit. I just because we can see it. him. I'm just building up. I'm just building, man. I'm just building. <laughs> Let me build. Why can't I build? You ain't building shit. Quit acting like you're Bob the Builder over there. You're Wreck-It Ralph, if anything. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm out.